This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast. I am Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is Ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah, what's our contact info? Well, we have an Instagram. It's The Broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029, or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And I know last episode we were all about solidarity and I was teasing that maybe this one won't be so much that. Yes. Uh, I found this article I've been wanting to talk about for a while because some of these are a little long, but they're pretty intense. Okay. It's people share stories of their extreme revenge gone too far. Oh, no. And I feel like, I mean, I am very much, I will hold a grudge forever. Like, I realize, like, unless, like, somebody actually comes and does, like, hey, I apologize or, you know, or does something yeah. to change my mind. Okay. But if nothing ever happens, I'm going to hold that grudge. Like, oh. I, like, for, like, if I'll think about it, I'm like, no, yeah, no, I still hate you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nice. I like, remember I'm 12 gonna... years ago, you stole my pencil. I still yes. hate you. It's like, you were so mean to me when I complimented your shirt in second grade, and I still hate you. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, no, but I, I'm, when it comes to revenge, I guess it, it, I'm too nervous. Yeah. I'll, like, that I'll get in trouble somehow yeah like I it'll backfire too. yeah like the only revenge i've ever really done was basically prove like an ex-boyfriend wrong okay so for a long time i was very jaded i was very like not wanting to make friends i was so like in my head about it i'm like no people just want to take advantage of me and like i couldn't get it out of my head so we'd always fight about it because he was very much like he would walk into a room and make best friends with everyone Oh. He'd leave like, this is my best friend. Like, that's. Yeah, he clicked with people easily. Mm-hmm. And so he, we would always fight about that. And it was really, really dumb. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove you wrong. So I went out and became friends with a lot of people that, like, that were friends of a friend, like in the music scene and stuff. Yeah. And I ended up clicking and becoming friends, whether we stayed in our lives forever or just Facebook friends now, but like meaningful connections. And I'm really glad I did it. Was but he proud of you for that? No, it was one of those, like, I'd show up places that, and, like, he would happen to be there, too, because mutual friends in the music scene. It was, like, after you guys broke up? Yes. Oh, and so okay. he'd see, like, I would walk into a room, and I was friends with everybody. So did you become friends with everybody after you guys broke up type of thing? It like, wasn't, yeah, like... Or, or we became closer friends. Like, more than acquaintances. I think it might have been acquaintances beforehand, and then we became friends. Got it. And so I'd walk into a room and everyone, like, I was friends with everybody. So Do you think you did that after you broke up to kind of be like, no, I can I, I can, can do make this. I, I can do this. And they'll be better friends to me than you. Oh, that's a little revengeful. I, yeah. That's the most I've ever done. Yeah. And I'm glad I did it because I made all these friends and connections and I've 
experienced all these things and I'm really glad I did. Good. For like my reason, not even so much for the original reason. Yeah, I'm not really revengeful. I, I'm on the same. Vengeful? Vengeful? Revengeful? Sure. I don't know. Sure. I don't really get, I, because I, I'm always like, uh, I could, but I know what I would do would probably mm. be way worse than what you did. And then I would look like the bad guy. Right. So I'm just going to have you look like the a-hole. Yeah. And like, you look like an angel. Well, and that was it. It's like I killed him with kindness because he kept telling everybody that I was crazy and that I was doing A, B, and C or stalking him, which funny enough... I later found she out was. he was stalking. No, he was stalking me because <laughs> oh, we later scary. started talking. And he's like, I'm like, oh, no, I moved to this place. And he's like, oh, no, I know. I'm like, how do you know where I live? He's like, yeah, no, I know where you live. I know what you're doing. But well, you like, kind of have a public life a little. No, like, like the street I lived on kind oh. of a thing. Not so much like the town or the neighborhood. Oh. He knew the street. Interesting. He's like, I was just keeping track on like making sure you're OK. I'm like, Ew, and that's why. Weirdo. Exactly. And I'm like, we were talking mad smack. About me to the point where I th- I've talked about this on the podcast, Sailor Sage, her husband now. Yeah. So cool to say that. Um, he was friends with him. Oh, right, right, and right. So that when they, yeah. So when they were uh, when, you know, Sage and him were started dating, he's like, you know, Vicky's crazy, right? It's like, no, she's not. Well. And then a few years. <laughs> not that kind of crazy. Not that kind of crazy. Uh, and so it was years later. He's like, no, you are. No, like it's him who's the nuts, like the nuts. So like he came and he's like, no, you are totally cool. So if your boyfriend, let's say that, let's say there was a scenario, your boyfriend sleeps with one of your good friends Mm -hmm. and you had the opportunity to then sleep with one of his good friends, would you? Depends if I'm attracted to him. No, you're attracted to him. Yes. Then yes. I did that after. So we had broken up. I would say that's kind of revenge. Okay. Okay. I I did do a revenge bank. It wasn't a friend of his. (laughs) So like I said, he was that guy that he loved everybody. Everyone loved him. The one person he did not like from my circle of people was a, I don't want to say his name because people may know him, but he was a friend I've had for years. Okay. Let's call him Phil. Okay. I've actually banged it. Didn't even feel sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another one for sorry, you. No, it wasn't him. Um, so Phil and I had met at a comic con and got a picture together. And then I re-met him years ago later. And I'm like, oh, like at a station event, funny enough. I'm like, you're this person. Let's be friends. Like and we became friends on MySpace. That tells you how long ago that was. MySpace. Uh, and I'd run into him and we ended up becoming friends. And there was a time where we're like maybe kind of wanting to see each other, but not it was kind of weird. You guys didn't hook up then? No, we'd made out a couple of times, but I'm like, I'm so not like I was attracted to him, but he was he had the baby voice and I hated it. And I'm oh, like, Vicky, you, you're so sexy. And he's like, oh, more kisses. And it's like, oh, no, oh. No, oh, no, no. You gotta be on like a certain type of level to be able to like have that voice and get right, away with exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and he was so like masculine looking and like it just took me like out of it. Yeah. Anywho, but we never had actually had sex. So. Fast forward, he meets him at a comic convention. We always, him and I always get pictures together at Comic Cons. Um, and he walks away. He's like, I effing hate that guy. Your current boyfriend met Phil. At that time, yeah. He met Phil. Oh. He's like, I effing hate that guy. I'm like, why? He's like, you can just tell he just wants you. And he's met guys who have had crushes on me or even like listeners and stuff. And it never bothered him until this guy. And he wasn't even on, like all over me. He was just being himself. Was he very attractive? Like, more attractive than your boyfriend? Well, he was dressed uh, in, let's just say the cosplay he was doing was something that I very much like. Okay. So I'm thinking that was added to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, And so months and months later, when we broke up, because we broke up once, got back together, and I say, if we break up, again, we're breaking up for good. Yeah. We're only getting back together once. So in that time before we got back together, I specific and we were still kind of texting and stuff, but I knew... 
he was being shady. I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to maybe hook up with someone tonight. It, it's a very long story with that. So I'm not going to get into it because it's not, it's not important, not relevant. But uh, I'm like, all right, fine. If you're going to be banging other chicks and like lying to me about it or being shady. Yeah. I'm going to do the same thing. So, so I, you banged this dude. So I went to a specific event. Because again, I don't want to say too many It was specifics. probably a Comic-Con or something. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Okay. And we ended up... I ended up getting like real drunk partying because I brought my margaritas and we ended up hooking up. Doing it. Full meal deal. Full meal deal. Penis and vagina. Sarah. <laughs> Why can't you say that? <laughs> I was like, that was, what is it? That was medical terms I used. What, did you say and or in? In. No, you can't say that, Sarah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anywho. Eggplant and taco. Sure. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> and then did you but tell was, your... No, I was texting him that I like, you know, good night, honey. I'm like, I'm about... I didn't tell him that. And you send his picture of you and the dude. <laughs> I will say, much like I was disappointed when making out with him, I was disappointed when doing it. Because the baby voice was just... Oh, yeah. No, it was just, just so good. <laughs> when oh, you're yeah. hooking up with somebody and you request a change in... Rhythm? Velocity. Okay. Like speed. Yeah. And they go from a 0.5% to 1%. So you wanted faster. And it was not. It was so boring. It was seriously Maybe. so boring. Maybe he's not used to the cardio. He's not used to he looks like he was. speeding it up. But there's, a, you know, anyways, that's going to cause a whole sentence to get bleeped out. Anyways, it wasn't really even worth it. We hooked up later, you know, a couple times over the years, and it was just very. It didn't get better? It did not get better even oh, sober. Oh, man. It was so very one-sided. But the only reason why you did it is because you knew at the time you're boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend mm -hmm. was fooling around yeah so did he ever find out and get I, mad i did tell him years later because mm -hmm. there was a time he came back and he apologized for a bunch of stuff and i'm like you know i banged that dude right what'd he say and he's like oh like he, you can tell he was very uncomfortable i'm like hmm because <laughs> <laughs> he asked me after the facts i think he knew yeah because like when we got back together i'm like so did you bang that person like bang anybody and he's like i almost did and she wanted me to go back into a room but like cause they were at a house party or something and i ended up crashing on the couch i didn't go back in the room with her we did kiss but we didn't do anything else did you it's like be like he was like full on like i think he knew and i'm like no because honestly because we had discussed it like whatever you don't have to tell me because whatever we do when we're broken up is not my business wait so you lied i lied oh first I, of all why are you gonna ask the question if you oh, know no, that you know he's going to turn I, around and ask you honestly, right no, back. Honestly, no. Now that I think of it, no. Because this was like eight years ago. So I didn't ask him. He told me. I didn't want to know. I'm like, okay, enough, enough, enough. Oh, he That's just point right. blank told you. He just told me. Like when we got back to I didn't know. Like I didn't have sex with her. I just made out with her. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? And you're like, well, well sucks for you because oh, I already right. had yeah, sex no, you're with right. Because I wouldn't have asked him that because I knew I would have had her answer. Yeah. I specifically did not ask him because I didn't want to answer. But then he just told you and then asked you. Yep. I full on lied. I didn't care. I was just like, you have caused me so many headaches. I'm just trying to not start a fight right now. We just got back together. I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, man. But anyways, that is the most revenge I've gotten. Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Not too bad. But some of these people do take the cake. There's, some of them are a little longer. Some of it, uh, so bear with me. Okay. So this one person says, in college, I met the woman who I thought was the one. 
We dated for about two years and had a big wedding after a 10-month engagement, and her family was pretty well-to-do in a small southern town. So we had both continuing our educations, and I was also working to support us. I was pursuing a master's in engineering, which is a legit, if you're going to get a master's, it's not a bad one to do. Sounds very smart. Well, she was finishing her doctorate in anthropology, which... I'm just basing this off the show Archer. It's like, what are you going to do with that? Teach anthropology? I don't even know what that is. So. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> it's basically, I think the, uh, if I remember correctly, the, 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 what is it called? The history and like the research of like old cultures. Okay. Anywho, over the summer, an opportunity came up for her to make extra money going as an aide on a religious study trip to Jamaica. Jeez, okay. I did not hesitate when she asked me about it. I mean, she was going to get to visit Jamaica and get paid for it. I saw no downside other than missing her uh, being at home for about six weeks. So little did I know at the time... But she had been sleeping with a professor. He hung. He had hung out with us, smoked my weed, and drank <laughs> with me. And I considered him a friend who mm. arranged the trip for a couple of months. And it was, it was just a getaway for them to bang all over the island. Mm. Yeah, like the whole studying or whatever was just a lie. Yeah. So I, clueless and happy, went about the the weeks while she was gone, taking extra shifts so I can match what she made in our account and surprise her. Oh, what a dummy, right? One of the students from the trip actually sought me out to clue me in. I didn't believe him until I started looking for evidence on my own. I broke down and checked her text while she was sleeping uh, and nothing was there. There were a few voicemails. I decided to listen. And there it was a message from uh, the giant a-hole saying how excited it was that I almost caught him or them. I opened up her laptop and hit the emails after that, and it was piles and piles of stuff them making fun of me for not knowing, messing around in our bed and laughing about it. <laughs> Ew, why? There was so much, and I was so heartbroken, still too hurt to take any action. I was lost. I had no idea what to do, so I sat on it for a couple of weeks, and I acted as I normally would. I noticed everything now, and I felt so stupid for not seeing it before. So many signs. One stuck out in particular. I noticed that our stash of homemade weed lubricant was going down even though we weren't active. Oh! So it was obvious they were using the fruits of my labor to get, you know. That's so not do okay. It. And this really ticked me off, like unreasonably so. Hulk mad. What'd he put in there? It finally hit me. I was nothing but a joke to these imbeciles. And, I, and they were using the lubricant I made and sleeping in my bed. I didn't hurt anymore. I just wanted to make them hurt. So while she was studying at the library, I made a new batch of lubricant. I put enough weed in it so it would smell normal, but I also added some poison ivy from our backyard in the mixture. And after refilling the spray bottle we used, used for application, I waited. A few days go by and I'm working extra so I can be out of the house more and bam, bait ticket taken. That night after she goes to sleep, my plan goes into action. I speak on the phone away and delete my contact while replacing his phone number in, like so, she, he gets on her phone, deletes her his number, and then replaces the 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 professor guy. Yeah, he changes his number to his. Okay, so, so now he, he's texting as the professor, but it's really his oh. number. I go to bed, but I can't sleep because it feels like I'm five, and tomorrow is Christmas. Dawn arrives, and she's in the shower. I got a text, or I get to t- a text. Hey, I'm pretty super itchy. Are you okay? She sends this text to the professor, who she thinks is the professor. But it's really him. Yes. Now, Lord, is my time. Me acting as the professor. Look, I thought it had cleared up, but I guess I had a flare up. 
I'm sorry, but I've got herpes, and I guess now you do too. I heard her squeak in the shower. I'm covering my mouth, trying not to lose it. I went on to tell her that it was time to end things now. A new semester was about to start, and I kind of had a crush on another TA. I wanted her mad. This is a woman that never got told no growing up and never had to deal with rejection, let alone from a balding dude in his 50 with her 50s with herpes. Uh, uh. When she got out of the shower, it was obvious she had been crying, but I could see the anger in her eyes. I could see how uncomfortable she was squirming at the table, drinking, coughing, and mulling the situation over. Another little nudge is what she needed. Then the reply she got to the, her pages and pages of anger and sadness was, Thanks for the good times, but can you keep this a secret between us? The quote-unquote professor said yes. that. Oh. I don't want to ruin my chances with anyone else. <laughs> oh. She's flush with anger now. She's seething. She gathered the keys and headed out the door without even saying goodbye. I knew where she was going. To I, his house, yep, right? I booted up her laptop and set it to reformat, deleting her dissertation, which... When you're studying to get your PhD, you have to do a uh, dissertation, which is like a big, big, imagine like a big report. Okay. But it takes like a year or so to do. (gasps) It's huge. He deleted it. He deleted it in any notes pertaining to it before following her to campus. Before following her to confront him? To confront the professor, the actual professor. What? He deleted it? That's, I feel like everything else, like I'm like, that might have been the step too far, but I'm like. Do one or the other, but I'm like, you do you, boo. Wow. <laughs> I parked a few lots over and rushed over to his office where I found her screaming at him for giving her herpes. That's a lot of p- people there, professors, aides, students, other faculty. I am dying. He is beyond embarrassed and confused as heck. She's ugly crying in front of her peers, and I'm in heaven. I didn't even care that people were going to think I had herpes, too. The fallout was apocalyptic in her in their department. He lost his job due to code of conduct at the university. We got divorced the following year. State law was we had to be separated for one full year before being granted a divorce. And I got to keep most of the assets, primarily savings, which, I mean, it's not a ton, but it worked. I worked for it. Yeah. And she never finished her doctorate and went on to be a perpetually pregnant housewife that sells Herbalife on Facebook and now teaches high school now. It's a few years for it took a few years for it to all unfold. But watching it was glorious. Wait, do you think he, like, came clean, like, right then and there? I don't think he ever did. Whoa. Well, because he must have had to come clean with changing the number to the professor. Maybe. Who knows? Because. Unless, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. But then, like, the whole itchy and deleting the. Unless he went back and, like, when she got home, like, maybe changed it back or deleted it or something. I don't know. Dude. I have no idea. I don't think that's too far. I love it. <laughs> I mean, dude, if you're going to be a cheating whore and like and make fun of you for the, yeah, the guy like, not catching on and like, why are you even staying in that relationship? Like, get over yourself. Dump the guy before you do all that. So, yeah, I don't think it's too far. Do you think it's too far? No. I'm also a crazy bitch, though. So. Yeah. My thing is that people are like, well, he poisoned them. It's like, no, that's his lube he made. And sh- they took it for something else. That's on them. Yeah. They didn't ask if they could use it. They didn't ask what was in it. Plus, yeah. like, it's poison ivy. Yeah. It's not like they he drugged them or something. Right. Uh, this one I remember reading, and I'm very curious to see what you think. Okay. The crazy bitch of me. Yes. 
So my parents divorced when I was in the first grade. Not only did my dad disappear like Houdini, he stole my mother's ATM card to her personal account and drained her dry. Oh. My mother, being the saint that she is, she didn't even bat an eye. She was still cordial to him and she never said any a negative word about him. Well. Which is very... Like mature. impressive, like mature, because like you don't. I feel like it's pretty crappy when you do see people like when they have their own differences, like talking crap about the parents to the kids. It's very awkward. It's very awkward. It's not. I don't think it's nice. I mean, just because you have beef, but I'm like something like this that would make sense. Oof. But just like your standard regular beef, like don't don't talk crap. Um, to me, my dad, albeit abandoning us, was still my hero. From the first through fifth grade, I had the usual abandoned dad by dad stories. Um, maybe one or two visits in a year, then addition to the 50 or so instances of me waiting by the front window with my suitcase packed to go to his house and him never showing up. My mom through all of this was supportive and never said any ill words about him. But so he still stayed my hero. When I was in sixth grade, my mother finally remarried and my father who had a picture of me at eight months old in his wallet went ballistic who only had. A mm. tiny little picture. He went ballistic. Did I mention he never paid child support? He would use his father's social security number, they have the same name, to get away with it. <gasps> After my mom remarried, he let it be known that I was now my stepdad's responsibility. He cut off communication with me until I graduated from high school. He didn't attend my graduation or send a card. What did he do was write me an email thanking God he no longer had to pay child support, which he didn't anyway. So he sent an email to his kid saying, thank God, I don't have to pay child support. Oh, this guy's a piece of work. What really broke me was this ruthless and brutal attack on my mother. Attacking her weight, her looks, her teeth, and blaming any perceived negative traits that I had on her. Mm. So for the first time, I realized what a cowardly piece of trash he was. It's about time, damn. I responded in kind, and he told me I was no child of his and that I was a waste. After that, I vowed that I would hurt him. Ten years after, later, my father, not interested in my wedding or in my son, reached out to me. You see, he's diabetic and one of his organs were failing and he didn't have long. He's too far down on the list and he needed someone in our family to donate. <sighs> Nuclear revenge activated. I answered his email and I met up with him and pretended that I didn't hate his guts. I went on, got tested to see if I was a match, and I was. Did the therapy, met with, met, and met with the doctors and his therapist... We scheduled the surgery, and the day of the surgery, we meet at the hospital. I smiled in his face and let him know that I wouldn't be going through with the surgery. Oh! I watched the confusion line his face. I just wanted you to know that you're no father to me, and you're a waste. I left the hospital and, dro- and drove home. My mom was pretty annoyed with me that I took it that far, but my father is dying, and I will be attending the funeral out of spite, and I will let everyone know what a piece of trash he was. <laughs> I'm like, that is sad. I don't blame him at all. You mean you don't blame her? Oh, I don't know if it's a girl or a guy. Oh, I thought it was a girl. I I thought it was a dude, but it could be a girl. I I don't know. know. That is crazy Mm. to go through like the procedures and the matching and the all the visits that that might have taken or whatever and like actual schedule a surgery. Like you might you might want to tell the surgeon ahead of time that this isn't going to happen. That wow. Uh, I don't. Wow, I'm. I'm torn on this one. Yeah, right. I think that was a savage move, and 
I think it takes balls to do that. I just don't know if I would have the balls to do that. But I've never. I I'm, would never have gone that far. But I probably been like, you're not getting my. I love that you're a waste. So yeah, that line. Have it's fun like, dying. Like, <laughs> oh my god. What? And like, if, you're, if you go to the funeral, everyone's everyone there who does like him or whatever. Is, is there going to be anybody who likes him? True. Yeah. But they're going to know. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's epic. Well, I mean, he seems like a con man. He probably would have conned someone else to give him something. Or he yeah, alienated it, everybody else. And, if it needed to be a family member. Yeah. Because he's mm. just so low on the list, you know, like he he really might have died. And yeah, then she's at knows? the funeral and everyone's like, you could have saved him. Sorry. No, he said I was no child of his, so... I know. I kind of love it, honestly. It's horrible, but I love it. If you're going to treat your child like that, then your child can treat you however the hell they want. Right. That is a freaking low. Um, Here's another one. Uh, It's a work one. Okay. I used to work for some kind of full-stack agency as a coder, you know, doing websites, desktop applications, and integrations for customers. Life was good, and it, and it even got better. After managing to provide an important customer with five-star hotels all around my country with a great website with integration to their ERP and also mobile solutions, which didn't exist then in my country, a headhunter found me. He offered me nearly triple the salary I was getting, and it was impossible to say no to that. I informed my employer and gave him a generous notice of a month so I could wrap up the last projects. Let me warn you that I was a very young and incredibly trusting person then. When my employer told me that there were some problems and that I'd have to receive my last paycheck with my last with my with the next one, I accepted. I think my last paycheck with the next one. Okay, Uh, last day of my job when he asked me to sign the paper that declares I had nothing indebted to me by the company I signed it. I was a moron and I was young. They never paid me, of course. So basically, two paychecks were going to go in one, and so at the end, like, oh yeah, it's coming. It's going to be with your last one. We're going to just combine them and it's going to go to your next one. And so at the end, he signed it. Like, why don't, we don't owe you anything. Ugh. So even though they stiffed, that way was a lump in my throat, and I try to gulp it down. Uh, I worked hard at my new job trying to prove that I can do better than I did before. But another sneak attack from my ex-employer was the last drop. One day I arrived at work, and my new employer called me into the office. He explained that my ex-employer reached out to him and told him that I was a lazy, a liar, worthless, and it wasn't worth the effort to have me as an employee because they were about to sue me. So I wouldn't be able to do any work with all that legal stuff. I was beat red. I apologized for being a nuisance, and I'd say I'd clear my desk instantly. He laughed cheerfully and said, you've been working for me for two weeks, and you've completed two high-quality websites and half of a desktop app. I'll cut my own throat before I fire you. Oh, wow. Still, I was so shaken that he had to give me permission to leave early. I went home and cried, not because of sorrow, because of rage. I couldn't touch them. I just couldn't. That's the day I fired up Google and typed, how to hack for the first time in my life. The first response was a forum in my native language. And I started reading, and gosh, I had a lot to read. Coding and hacking, even though they share the same expertise, vary so much when it comes to details. So it's similar to what he's doing, but it's specific details that are different. I confess, it was then impossible for me to think like them, but thankfully, the forum crawled with helpful technical tutorials telling me the hows and whys of every exploit I could use. Oh, yeah, yeah, this sounds like a very smart thing. <laughs> As I said, I was young and a moron. Back then, I had my own mini admin framework that I used in every website and I made, and I realized there was a crucial mistake I made in calls to create new records, user pages, new items, galleries, everything. I wasn't checking the authorization at all. It would have been nearly impossible for a hacker to use this because he wouldn't know or get exposed to the exact call, but I knew it. 
So because he knew like the little fault, yeah. nobody else would know to, where to look. He knew where to look in yeah. the websites he made. It was about 6 a.m. when I finished reading. I used public transportation to go to the other end of the city. I found an internet cafe where the young attendant didn't care about IDs because when you like in Europe and stuff, you give them like ID, you pay for your time on the internet. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Well, at least this was like when I went there, like at 17. Anywho, and uh, didn't really have it didn't have security cameras. I sat in the corner. I started breaking every single website I made for them. There was one about pastry materials, a website consisting of over a thousand ingredients. In the main page, a random assortment from each in ingredient type would be shown as a gallery. I replaced about 20 of them with images of um, human waste. Ew! Like an ingredient website. Ugh. Only 20. So a viewer who would get used to it wouldn't realize the error until some time had passed. I made the chief physician of a physician doctor of a hospital page. Physician? The angel of death himself with images of in a special bio. Oh. So they made him instead of a doctor, the angel of death. Oh. People don't look into physician bio pages, so I was sure it wouldn't be found out for long. And I made an announcement in Ultra Nationalist Party's AIDS website that their number one enemy would be giving a speech in a local newspaper page, I made all old videos instead of link to the famous uh, Lotuma video where the anime girl spins a leak in her hand. It's just, a, I guess, I don't know what that is, but okay. Slowly, a few websites a day, I broke every single website I made for them. Approximately 60 websites or so. Wow. The backlash from customers seemed to have been furious in a domino effect. He lost his customer's trust and his references, which simply means everything for this kind of job. Once the proud owner of one of the biggest, best agents in the region now tries to work in a tiny office, making a living doing third-rate websites for his with his manager's meager skill. Because the guy who's running it didn't he yeah. hired other people to do this. He doesn't know how to fix it. Even though I never met him during the, this period, one of my friends was working under him until the last moment. I love listening to the struggle to find out how I did it because they knew I did it. They just had no way of proving it while losing more and more customers every day from my friend. Dang, so she never got caught. Yeah. Because that's like illegal, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, I would say I'm all down except for it's illegal, so I probably can't. But her old boss seems like a real tool. I do love that you think that all the people that are the stories, you're, you're making them into women. I am! <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. I am making them all into women. Because I think you're trying to put yourself in these shoes. Wow, that's weird. I just weird. assume this is a dude. That's funny. You assume it's a dude, and I, I keep huh. assuming it's a female. Oh, there is one that I feel like you might relate to. I think it's at the end that we'll read one more. Because like I said, these are pretty long. Dude, this is it's a, probably a good thing that I have. I'm so afraid to get into trouble because I feel like if I was to if I was revengeful, I would like do all of these. Like I would just take it like spiteful too vengeful. far. Oh my god, you would. I would. I spent a whole like day like reading all these because there's a lot of these. I would make sure it was legal. Like I would almost kill the person, but like it was still legal, so I wouldn't get into trouble. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> right. So then, like, I get the last laugh. It's just good. I'm not. I, I I can't do revenge. All right. I feel like the last one's really gonna hit you hard because you are one that has had to go through multiple surgeries before. Yes. Because you are a uh, dancer and stuff, very active. You've had, and plus you've hurt your pinky toe. <laughs> and I'm clumsy. <laughs> yeah, some of the surgeries are for good reasons, others not so much. All right, so I feel like you're very much going to love this revenge. Oh, man, I'm excited. 
So in my teens, I had to have numerous operations. Therefore, I always ended up at one particular hospital that specialized in my condition. Now, the hospital was high quality with staff that was very caring and looked out for their patients that they had. They gave you essentially the five-star treatment. After all, they were charging our insurance an incredible amount of money. So that probably had something to do with it. Oh, yeah. But one particular operation I had, it all went to heck. <sighs> it wasn't like this type of procedure wasn't something I hadn't done in the past. It was, some, it was about the third time I needed to have it done. No pressure whatsoever. Essentially, it entailed breaking both your legs, placing rods into them, and put them back into the proper place oh. so they would end up growing correctly. That was his third time mm-hmm. getting the surgery. Oh, man. They would be in there for a few months to heal. Then they were taken out. Oh. During this time, I would have to turn these small little handles to be in the right position uh, for my bones according to the pre-printed schedule given to me by my doctor. So they had to, like, crank it. It's like it hurt like heck, but it was worth it in the end. So it would crank it to kind of put them in the right spot. I'm guessing kind of what they do with braces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar. Oh. Despite how often I had it done, it was extremely painful, especially for the first few weeks after the procedure was done. Any vibrations would send shockwaves of pain through your entire body, regardless of how doped up you were on painkillers. Which you know a little bit about because painkillers don't work on you. No, no. Yeah, when I got one of my surgeries, they were like pumping me with so much morphine and I was still in so much pain. And one of the, I will remember one of the nurses said, dude, if I had this much morphine in me, I would be dead. Yeah. Like we can't give you anymore. <laughs> like, and I'm like, but it still hurts. And I'm like, what the yeah. hell? How is she not like passed out or something? Right. Holy crap. I'm hardcore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctors took extra care to ensure that any trip back home was as smooth as possible. Literally, they all understood that without a jet back to my home to like the home city, which was about 40 minutes away from the hospital on the jet. Dang. It was medically required that I travel like that, I, that I need to be traveled home back to by in a med jet, a medical jet. That's cool. Actually. So imagine every single bump you experience while driving for any period of time. Now imagine being sent to the shockwaves with 10 out of 10 pain every single time you went over that bump. Oh. You get the idea. Yes. Now, most hospitals offer a liaison to individuals with the hospital to deal with their insurance. So you have one person that's like talking to the insurance and helping you so you can deal with all that. Yeah, the middleman. Just have the individual talk to the doctor and right away they would work out what the doctor wanted with the company. No hassle. Uh, We didn't take up that offer because we understood how everything worked and it was never an issue. But the hospital always offered us one anyways. And yes, these liaisons were not employees of the insurance company, but of the hospital. Okay. So mind you, even though they're working with the insurance company, they they're not working. They're not actually employees of the insurance company. They're working for the hospital. They were designed to look after the best interest of the patients and to justify it to the insurance company. It's like, hey, you need to pay for this because this is why. Mm-hmm. Uh, then our designated liaison decided that our request to not have one was unacceptable, and thus he would intentionally intervene at every chance he could because they're like, oh, we don't need a liaison, so he went in there anyways. Oh. And like got in there and got his nose up and everything. He even went as far as to deny our nurse requests for extra pillows because the hospital only allows a certain amount of pillows per person, despite the like the nurse literally stating it was fine. Wow. But nope, since he was at a higher level, he apparently had the file of say. When it's nearing our time to leave the hospital, like always, the doctor wanted the bill to bill the insurance for the medical jet. Because it was medically required. 
Same old, same old. However, our clown liaison disagreed with the doctor's assessment that it was medically required, justified his opinion based upon our insurance company definitions of medically required. Naturally, the doctor flipped his lid and verbally curb stomped this idiot. Liaison, listen, simply avoiding pain isn't something that insurance will cover. It's not medically required to avoid pain. The doctor is like, are you kidding me? You realize this patient would have to drive 12 hours in a cramped ambulance with two broken legs in excruciating pain if they didn't fly. Oh, good. Doctor got your back. It's absolutely unheard of. You literally would have to have two EMTs drive them back home just in case anything happened. So not only are you paying to have the two EMTs drive 12 hours there, you have to drive 12 hours back. Yeah, and then... it's When it's a 40-minute drive, like jet drive. You can, and then he has to get picked up by the ambulances. If something happened, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. The cost is only just marginally smaller than a darn jet. It's only a little bit less than having a jet anyways. Yeah. So, like, why just take the jet? Plus, there's a small chance the rods could become disruptive if anything happens in the car, and that's the justification. Liaison says the odds of any crash happening are not high enough for the company to justify it. This would hurt the company if we keep doing this. Doctor says, listen, I don't know why on God's green earth you are even arguing with me. This isn't up to you. You're not a doctor. and You have no medical training. You were given a god darn list of insurance companies policies. And now you think you can properly diagnose what is or what isn't medically required. I've done this for thousands of patients with this very company. And now you get your butt back into your office, build the freaking insurance company properly and shut the heck up. Yeah. You work for us, not them. I was in earshot of this entire conversation. So that's how he knows. freaking drop. A week later on the day of the departure, we learned what happened when he went back to his office. He had called the insurance company and began going through the proper channels to get the jet approved. However... He began dropping small hints to the rep that, in his opinion, driving would also be fine. So naturally, on the day before our departure, we got a call from the insurance company denying the request. I was furious. There wasn't time to appeal the decision. There wasn't anything any of us could do. Even my doctor was stuck because the liaison worked for a different department, so he couldn't even fire the guy. He apologized time and time and get insurance. The 12-hour ambulance ride would be as comfortable as possible. He even told the driver to keep me met as medicated as possible to ensure it went well. Mm. Naturally, it did nothing. And it was the most hellish 12-hour experience of my life. I was screaming the entire 12 hours. The ambulance wasn't even outfitted, like, wasn't even outfitted with a bed. It only had some tight a hammock thing. Two EMTs had to endure nonstop screaming from someone who didn't even belong in the ambulance oh, in the first place. Oh, no, that's so sad. Everyone was furious and everyone blamed that one man. Everyone wanted him fired, but they had no medical reason to fire him because according to the union's policies, he technically did what he was supposed to do. The only way to let him go is for him to have caused the patient some type of harm that the doctor warned about. So the day after my trip, my doctor insisted I see a medical professional in my hometown. You know, ensure nothing else happened on the trip. This was like the third time I had done this, so it was a pretty common request I was familiar with. All as I was still fuming, this is when I hatched my plan. Dun dun dun! I knew I was the only one with control over the rod's pop- proper position. Because if you remember, the rods are in his legs, you yeah. know, to make sure they grow right. Oh! I knew having the rods not properly dialed in for a few days wouldn't do any long-term harm and would only result in a lot of pain to dial it back in afterwards. I knew my doctor would be furious if anything happened out of the ordinary, his reputation being on the line and such, and I knew no medical professional had checked my Ross to confirm their current settings after the trip. 
I popped three pain pills, waited for them to kick in, and I unscrewed every single rod to the lowest setting possible. Just for reference, after the procedure, they end up setting the starting point for these rods somewhere in the mid-range of their settings. So it was the worst pain of my life. I was wheeled into my local doctor with the adjustment notebook in hand. I kept playing dumb, saying I believe everything was going fine, but my legs felt awful, and it was possible he could just make sure everything was going okay. He began his inspection, and his face went white when he realized the, where the bolts were set. He asked me what setting they had been on when I left the hospital, and I told him. Again, he did not look happy. He told me that something must have happened on the trip, and he would need to properly adjust them back into place. <sighs> he said it would hurt like heck, but it needed to be done. The screaming at the appointment was, let's just say disruptive. Uh, I didn't even have to fake it. It was genuinely one of the most painful things I've ever experienced in my life. Disruptive. <laughs> yeah, your whole building probably could hear you. My doctor was furious. And as he was up to date on the entire liaison situation, he excused himself after the readjustment of the rods to the back room. I assume he thought I was out of earshot. He was wrong. He phoned my doctor out of state and he had a few choice words with him. Local doctor asks, how could you let this happen? Do you know how dangerous this could have been? If he hadn't got, had an appointment with me this fast, his freaking bones could have permanently grown in the wrong place. And he would need another surgery to fix this freaking mess. I don't know what kind of freaking operation you have going over there, but there is zero chance I will ever refer anyone to my, in my clinic oh. to you. Do you hear me how hard it is to control your freaking insurance handlers? Fast forward to my operation to remove my rods back in the, that specialist hospital out of state. The liaison was not only terminated, oh no. The liaison got accused of intentionally trying to endanger the life of a patient, lying to the insurance company, and lying about a doctor's medical assessment for his own benefit. And no idea where the last accusation came from. Maybe it was lodged as an additional justification to fire him. Who knows? I don't know quite all the consequences of his actions, but I can only muster up a few details from my doctor. Mm. From my, what my doctor described, the hospital put a notice to every hospital in the state to not hire him. Wow. Those hospitals apparently also sent notices out to all the hospitals in their surrounding areas not to hire this man. This ended up resulting in a domino effect that barred him from working in almost every single hospital in the country. I wanted him fired, but I did not plan on getting him blacklisted. Nevertheless, I was giddy, especially after my doctor informed me that there was no lasting damage for the mistake he caused. Fast forward about four years, I hear through the grapevine that he ended up having to change professions uh, because of the accusations. End up doing some waste management job or something. Yeah, you don't you don't risk hiring someone with that kind of track no, record. Oh, especially when it comes to the medical field? Yeah, hell no. I was going to say, you probably were like, yes, burn, baby, burn. That is insane. I'm glad the doctor didn't get in trouble because at first I thought his doctor in his hometown was going to like rip his the specialist I mean, he, a new one. He kind of did yell at him, but... Yeah, but then once they realized, like, dude, this wasn't, this had nothing to do. I was wanting him to take the jet. Yes. But that is crazy. And what was up the, the lazai? What's the liaison. word? The liaison. The liaison. What was up his ass? He, like, just wa- why? he just wanted to be in power, I guess. I guess. Hope you enjoyed or, it. That's horrible. Like, I don't just know. Just let him take the jet. Idea. What, what's going to bother you? It's not going to cost you any money. Yeah, you're not paying for it. And it's way more comfortable. And if anybody's had any type of surgery and, like, they're that in- uncomfortable in pain, like, seriously, I totally understand the whole, like, driving home and, like, any little bump. Mm-hmm. You're like, please drive slower. Please drive. I can't handle I could not imagine 12 yes. hours of that. Nope. And, like, his surgeries sound very, very intense. And yes. the fact that he, like, I think I just couldn't cause more harm to myself just to get revenge yeah. like that I, I don't think I could have done that especially to know like 
if something had went wrong, the bones could have grown in a different place and like he could have had to get surgery mm-hmm. again. Like that is dedication. Oh, God. But have you guys ever done anything quite this bad or even something as simple as, you know, being friends with all your ex's friends? Yeah. <laughs> like I did. Sleeping with your ex's best friend or, or sister or mother or somebody or something. they hated. Yeah, yeah. Um, or do you have an epic story like this? We want to hear the revenge story. And if you don't want us to say your name, we won't. Yeah, we will not. Uh, because, I mean, even though we're trying to keep it positive, it's like I'm glad that people like karma. Karma is taking yep. effect. And like even though it was done by the hands of somebody, you know, revenge and stuff. But these people deserved it. Yeah. Uh, so we want to hear from you. I know this went long, but revenge, man. <laughs> Talk to you guys next time. Bye.